For thousands of years, duality in this universe has been like a war. A bitter war between good and evil. And each side has been unwilling to recognize itself in the other. Chances are, if you are watching this video, you identify yourself as being part of the side which we call good. Now if you look over the centuries at the thousands of texts from various cultures about this war between good and evil, the message that has been continually sent to you is that this war must continue. It is a battle about which side you're going to step on, which side you're going to fight. You've been encouraged to fight the side that is evil. You've been encouraged to fight what you see as bad. The approach has been to separate oneself and protect oneself from the bad. All the focus is placed on how to be good. If you read many of these old scripts, like the Bible, which were translated through the limited understanding of the human mind at that time, it paints the picture that there must be a power struggle between good and evil. It tells you how to be on one side by separating yourself from the other. It tells you how to defeat the other. This approach never worked to restore us to a state of wholeness. All this ever did was to make matters worse. In fact, all that happened now is that we could justify everything we did under the guise of goodness. Now we had a justification for war. Now we had a justification for genocide. Now we had a justification for stealing things. Now we had a justification for rape. We had a justification for anything as long as we labeled it bad. When embodiments of the divine, such as Buddha or Jesus Christ, came down to the earth, they did not teach this war. What they taught was love, the exact opposite. But what does it mean to love? To love is to take something as thyself, to pull it closer to yourself, to see it as a part of yourself, to no longer exclude it from you. This naturally leads you into compassion and kindness towards the thing you love and towards meeting the needs of that thing. But they did not teach you to do this selectively. Now those of you who are familiar with Christianity understand that Jesus is famous for his loving and caretaking of the lepers within society, a group that was believed to be bad. He did not teach to love things conditionally. His teaching, which was wonderfully played out through this concept of his caretaking of the lepers, was that there are no exceptions, because there aren't. When it comes to love, there are no exceptions whatsoever. What he was teaching was to love the things especially that you push away from yourself. The Buddha recognized his adversary, Mara, as himself. He saw him as equally responsible for his own enlightenment, and he did not teach to cast him out or defeat him so as to separate from him. He taught his disciples the opposite, to metaphorically invite their own Mara in for tea. We have made love, which is to take something as part of yourself, conditioned upon something being good, which is the original perpetration that was made against us on behalf of the society that we were born into. We were born in a state of wholeness. We were taught by the people we came to that aspects of us were not lovable, were not acceptable, and were to be excluded from our being, and so we fragmented ourselves. We didn't take those things as part of ourself, and that was the very first action of self-hate instead of self-love. 
like a puzzle that is unwilling to allow certain puzzle pieces of ours to be included in the picture of us. We have let ourselves be fragmented and perpetrated and perpetuated that fragmentation over the last thousands upon thousands of years. We have never succeeded as a race at doing the one thing that will dissolve that which we call evil, which is loving it. This morning I listened to a sermon that was given by a reborn Christian minister and I cried. I cried of sorrow because I couldn't help but cry. Why? Because when he said the words, cast out the demons and send them to hell, he was speaking about himself. The highest truth of this universe is the truth of oneness. There is nothing that is not God. All beings in existence are part of that oneness. Just as illusion and truth are both part of what is real, demons and angels are both part of God, they are a fragmentation, a division within source consciousness, a fragmentation within the mind of God. They are both God's children, so to speak. The universe, that which we call God, is trying to call us back to itself. It is calling us back to a state of oneness, and for thousands of years it has been sending mercenaries, representations of itself, to call us back home. And what happens when people listen to the words of these mercenaries is that they distort them and twist them through the filter of their own culturally ingrained resistance. Coming back to oneness, the ultimate state of love, requires a drastically different approach. We can no longer take the approach of siding with good against evil, of using angels to get rid of demons, of embracing divinity to get rid of our humanness, of siding with Christ against the devil. This approach has got to stop. On a personal level, we have got to take a different approach relative to ourselves. When we look within us at the things that we do not like about us, we cannot keep trying to separate ourselves from it, get rid of the things we don't like about ourselves, get rid of the things that we think are unacceptable so that we can purely side with the things in us that we see as good, that we judge as good, that we deem acceptable. This is a fragmentation within us and we will never achieve a state of wholeness and integration within ourselves. If we don't do this, we have to love those things we don't want. By creating this kind of integration, we will create it within this universe. Why? Because this universe is a mirror of us. We are a microcosm in the macrocosm. We are a fractal of God. For the universe to become one, we must become one. We will do that by integrating. We will integrate by loving the aspects of us that we do not currently love, by pulling close and seeing ourselves in the aspects of us that we want to push away. This is the true teaching of Christ. What I am telling you is that the time has come for unconditional love. Unconditional love must be practiced towards the things that we want to push away from ourselves the very most. Integration is the true mission of God. It is the desire that exists within the mind and the heart of God. If you must fit this in with your attachment to being good, then you can see it in this way. The ultimate form of goodness is goodness that can recognize goodness in evil, goodness that can love evil, goodness that can recognize itself in evil, and first and foremost, goodness that is willing to embrace evil as itself.
To love something is to include it as yourself. What we know about God is that God is the vibration of love. That is the closest understanding we can come to understanding what God is. And that means that God does not exclude anything from itself, no exceptions, including that which we call evil. We are being called to end this war between good and evil within the world and within this universe at large by integrating good and evil. The truth is we are beyond polarity. We are beyond the polarity of good and evil. The truth is that we are both and we are neither. Love is the highest truth of all. And love is no different than the truth of oneness. The time has come to put it into practice. Have a good week.